Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, okay divas, divas, let's, let's talk, talk Ducats. <laughs> you know, I'm a Oh, hello, <laughs> D&D fam. What's up, what's up, what's up? It is almost the year of our Lord 2021. One. Yes. Oh, we can't wait. We're ready to bring it in. And I know nothing will have changed at 12 And it's about to be a really interesting New Year's it Eve is. anyway. Most people well, you hopefully have- won't be partying. I know we just recently in North Carolina got put back on a curfew coming up in a few days. I feel bad. I didn't know we were on a curfew. (laughs) Starting Friday, yes. So if it goes through the new year from 10 to 2 a.m., you should not be out popping bottles. No, you run the risk. Right. So So most businesses will close at 10. Mm -hmm. So I don't. Stop serving alcohol at 9 a.m. So we know the ABC store is going to be popping, popping. It will. Yeah. Go on the 29th. But nevertheless, we are back and we are glad to see the end of this year. We are happy to look into next year, the things that we want to do differently, Mm -hmm. new beginnings, hopefully new outlooks on what's going on with this global pandemic. Mm. Woo, Chile. So we wanted to talk about what people tend to do at the end of this year. They tend to wait until mm-hmm. a week before the new year to want to resolve to do something. Right. You know, with resolution. You know, usually pre-pandemic, you know, this would be the point where it's coming up for people to pack the gyms mm-hmm. and take up all the machines right. because they resolve to lose weight. Right. Or some other common ones were, you know, maybe improve relationships. Yeah. And, you know, if there's been... Cut them off or... I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <clears throat> improve relationships. <laughs> you know, go see that mom that yes. you hadn't, hadn't talked to in a while, mm-hmm. you know. And for some people, yes, they will be like... If this ain't happening next year, it's a such and such date. Right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. So, yes, that might be a resolution mm-hmm, for some. Mm-hmm. Um, and for others, like we said, besides getting healthier, a lot of people talk about improving their finances. Yes. Um, it might be for a multitude of reasons. Maybe they're trying to get a house or maybe they want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason, a lot of times finances is part of that New, New Year's, Year's yeah. resolution. Yep. And so we wanted to come to you a little early and just say, listen. So you could get started now. Let's start right now on resolving to become financially fit. Right? I love it. <laughs> yes. So let's, you know, we like to crunch those numbers mm-hmm. just to let you know. And you can also, you know, kind of see where you fall in line. Are you mm-hmm. amongst, you know, kind of the typical average what people are looking right. at? Are you doing, you might be doing better. Mm-hmm. You might have some room to improve. That's okay. This right. is a safe space. It is. So quick, what are some of those numbers you see in terms of people's finances? So the average credit card debt is $9,333. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. hearing that number um like you said knowing where you fall sometimes it can yeah. make you feel like okay I'm not crazy because that mm-hmm. is a big number it, it is. is it's close to ten thousand dollars but mm-hmm. when you think about that's the average um in the United States it's like okay where do you fall among that you know right. so and um we're also going to get into things you can do about it but yeah. also the average student loan mm. that is actually $37,120. And how do we feel about that? I mean, girl, I'm feeling that one. I don't even... I mean, I feel like I owe a nice home. So. Right. Yeah, so we were talking about... We was like, what? 37000 That seems a little low. But I think also it just... Um, you have to take into you know consideration when you start talking about master's degrees mm-hmm. and you know postgraduate um, or you know post that four year bachelor degree, then 
yeah, it's going to start getting a little higher, you know. Yeah. Also take into account that a lot of people aren't getting four years degrees. Those could be associate degrees. Yeah. Those could be trade schools. It can be barber school, you know, beauty mm-hmm. salon. So um, it could come in a little lower. And that and public versus private. Cause yeah, listen. for sure. Hindsight. In, in state and out of state. Hindsight. In state public. I'm right. Right. It's going to lower us through the low. Yes. Um, and then the median household debt, which would also include, you know, your vehicle debt, student mm-hmm. loans, and those kind of things. Um, that's around $59,800. Okay. So, you know, they didn't say what the median household would entail. So, we you know, not talking about necessarily two parent incomes or, you know, that thing is just said what the median household was. So as long as there's a head of house at filing, mm-hmm. then they took into consideration what that debt was um, for averages. So that's also that didn't include mortgages. So mm-hmm. it's more so like the student loan debt, like we said, credit card debt, vehicle debt, those kind of things. And that number, of course, you know, if you start including mortgages, it will obviously go a lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, you know, you may or may not, as we said, depending on your student loan situation mm-hmm. or, you know, if you on the beginning end of a home, <laughs> mm-hmm. it might be a little more for you. Right. Um, but those are just the basic numbers of where people are, at least in the United States, when it mm-hmm. comes to their debt. And, um, you know, as people know that a mortgage or a home home loan might be put it's not really as negatively viewed right. in terms of when it comes to debt as say consumer debt so right. you know your credit cards and things of that nature mm-hmm. so you know if you're resolving to get fit in that space one of the things that you know we always talk about is setting goals especially mm-hmm. this time of the year so what we would challenge you as the divas is to set smart goals mm-hmm. so that's an acronym smart s m a r t and that let's just go Letter by letter. Let's do it. So the S is specific. So, you know, put out there what you will do and use an action word. Mm -hmm. So if it's coming, you know, to debt, it's okay. I will pay off, you know. $5,000. Exactly. So the paying is the action. I'm going to pay that. The M is measurable. Mm -hmm. So it's something that you can kind of keep track of and really, for lack of better words, measure to see your progress Mm -hmm. on that. So a lot of times, sometimes people run into the the trap of saying, I'm going to save more money. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is more money? So in that example, if we say, I'm going to pay off $5,000 in debt that Mm -hmm. I have, that $5,000 is what you can measure. and then achievable. So, mm-hmm. you know, depending on, I know um, in the weeks prior, we used an example of disposable income. And we said, okay, when you have paid all your bills, you have 500 left over to mm-hmm. do what you want to do with. Make sure whatever you're setting with that disposable income is achievable. Mm-hmm. You don't want to say, I'll pay $5,000 off in two months if you don't have that kind of disposable income Mm -hmm. that's not you know you're going to set yourself up to not meet that goal absolutely Um, and and possibly a part of that measurement can also even break down month to month Mm -hmm. how you're going to do it Mm -hmm. you know Um, the R is relevant so is whatever you are trying to do relevant to or improving what your goal is in some kind of way. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to pay debt off so that you can buy a home or you're trying to do, you know, that's a relevant goal. Right. Uh, saying, for example, not that it's a bad goal, I'm going to get in shape. That not isn't necessarily related to your goal getting a house. Right, right. Right. So make sure that the goal that you're setting is relevant or improving your long-term mm-hmm, mm-hmm, vision in mm-hmm. some kind of way. Um, it makes sense in terms of what you're trying to do, basically. And then the T is time-bound. So, again, it's easy to say, I'm going to save more money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so save more money by when? Mm-hmm. Pay off that $5,000 in what time period? So, you know, if you said, I'm going to pay the $5,000 off by October, mm-hmm. and you start in January, you have 10 months. So it's easy to break down that how much you're going to have to pay right. towards that debt right. each month mm-hmm. to be able to hit your goal. Yeah. Um, and that could be, that can apply to any goal. It, does, it doesn't have to be just paying off debt. Mm-hmm. It can also be the opposite in, in terms of savings. You right. know, you could say, I want to save $5,000 in 10 months. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it could be, again, a similar relevancy is I want to save more so that I have more to put down on a home mm-hmm. or so that I have more than just my emergency fund so that I'm, you know, have a better cushion for things that might come that I can't see, right? right? 
And so I also think with those um, smart goals, especially like with the achievable and the timeline, I think oftentimes when people set those goals, let's say mm-hmm. 10 months or 11 months, mm-hmm. when they say I'm going to put away, like you just talk about your disposable income, your disposable income can change month to month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So some days you might, if you have a home, you're gonna, there's going to be a month you're going to have to pay property taxes. Yep. Um, there's going to be months you have to pay homeowner's insurance, mm-hmm. car insurance, if it doesn't come out every month. Me, I pay mine twice a year. Okay. Some people get it taken out every single month. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that just really all depends on, again, what just your disposable preference. income is, yeah. how you save, and what's budget is. There's no right or wrong to that. It's what mm-hmm. makes you feel comfortable what works for your household. Yeah. Um, but just like you said, when dealing with those achievable and those timelines, you have to be able to take those things into account. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe setting a goal of $200 every single month might not work once you take into account those higher months mm-hmm. where you have higher bills. Right. So, you know, maybe you need to stretch that out 12 months. So it's mm-hmm. not just setting that one goal. You're also going to have to look at the totality of all of your, you know, debt yeah. and what's going to make room for you because we don't want you to set yourself up for failure and get frustrated, right. you know, without right. doing that, without doing some kind of assessment. And that's certainly true for certain types of careers, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, individuals I know that are in the construction business, mm-hmm. They're slower this time of the yep. year. So, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you're in business for yourself, you not you might not be earning as much yeah. just depending on what area of construction mm-hmm. you're in as you would in the warmer months. Right. Or I know some teachers now, some people offset this because I have um, some educators in my family. Here, they get paid just the months that their school's in session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so some will bite the bullet and say, no, I want my paycheck spread across 12 right. months. But some go that you know, the summer months, the summer they're not months, getting yeah. paid. So, mm-hmm. again, if that's, you know, if that if, if we're talking about you or that, you know, your industry is more kind of seasonal, mm-hmm. not in, in terms of the work type, but just the amount of income that right. comes in changes over time, mm-hmm. then, you know, think about that and, and yeah, for sure. account for that. Because, it, you, like you said, there's more than one way to skin the cat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. with that $5,000 over 10 months, you don't have to necessarily do 500 per month. It mm-hmm. might work for you. Like, this month I could do four and right. this month I could do six. Right. But, you know, it's just all about keeping that traction and mm-hmm. keeping yourself and and keeping that measurement part yeah. in the back of your Me- mind. Yeah, for sure. And that measurement part, write it down. Yeah, so when you write things down, you know, a lot of people are visual, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just pen to paper. It kind of it also sets it in your mind, in mm-hmm. your memory more as, when you're writing things down versus when you're just verbally saying them. Right. Because um, it's very easy to get out of sight, out of mind, you yes. know. Um, and I am a, I love notes and mm-hmm. notepads and all the things. Y'all, so. if you ever want to do something for quick, get her a journal. She can't get, get enough. Get me a journal, I okay? Mean, listen. Why I rule college rule, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just, like to, I just like to write things down, especially when it comes to my money. So, yes, write those goals down and write mm-hmm. down, how, like you said, because it's, it's a race, so you can write it in pencil. It doesn't have to be in pen. Mm-hmm. And you can change things as the year goes along if you're saying, oh, well, I already passed that goal. Right. You know, you can increase like, it. You know or what? if something came up, you know, people get sick. Yeah. Anything can come up, you mm-hmm. know. So your goal, you just want something in writing that you are on traction to give. But of course, always be flexible. You like I said, you do not want to make this become a headache or yeah. something that's daunting and you're just like, Ugh, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I think, you know, whether you do it like, you know, people have the, they used to do the little measuring sticks for mm-hmm. how their kids grew. Mm-hmm. I think regardless of how you do it, because you could almost do like those cute little fundraising things yeah, they have people the charts, have a little tube. Yeah, you yeah. can do it like that. I think no matter how you do it, it helps you just see the progress mm-hmm. because sometimes, like you said, when your head's down and you're in it, you don't fully see how far you've mm-hmm. come or, mm-hmm. you know, the the good that is coming from setting that goal and, sure. and acting on it, right? Yeah. So, and one of the things that I saw, I can't remember who posted it on Instagram as I was scrolling, but one of the... Uh, it was actually a presentation. So one of the presentations was showing that people tend to have more energy going into a goal mm-hmm. if they kind of start putting some boots down in December. Hmm. So I guess it feels less of like a ground zero. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, just starting. Mm-hmm, Where mm-hmm. do I do? So, you know, even if you're not, like I said, this spot, for example, this five thousand dollars that we're talking about mm-hmm, paying off mm-hmm. even if you didn't do 500 if you mm-hmm. say you know what let me just put 20 dollars to the side mm-hmm. in this in this account you know to, to pay that bill you can at least you know kind of start doing the thing or have taken a step and yeah. so it's it's just a little energizing to feel like you've already kind of made a few baby steps towards your goal. 
And I think especially with the season of spending, that mm-hmm. would probably make you feel even better to be able yeah. to put something away towards a goal, whether it's saving goal, debt goal, mm-hmm. whether you have both, um, to definitely do something uh, just a little bit for yourself to set something aside for yourself um, in yeah. December. And that kind of goes to, you know, the theory of why put off tomorrow what you can start today, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, you could just do, like you said, something small instead of waiting until till January 1st because that's often what happens with diets is always we we'll start right. on Monday. I'm going to go ahead and eat this pie on December 30th. <laughs> right. the, the pie, the Kris Kringle <laughs> cookies, the pe- oh. everything. I'm going to splurge because right. I know on Monday. So, you know what? That's hmm. low-key addiction. Don't people sometimes binge right before they check in? Absolutely. So, Not people. Mean people. I'm just saying. I am people. People so you put make. five pounds on it. <laughs> right, right. It did bad. It did bad on Monday. So, and then, you know, for the business owners or aspiring business mm-hmm. owners, December, for that example of kind of making a baby step, mm-hmm. you can start doing the research. You know, yeah. the things that you'll need for your business. You mm-hmm. know, certain business types. There's various yeah. models. So, just mm-hmm. depending on what you're trying to do or what your, the community your business serves, you can be already kind of putting mm-hmm. that research together or, you know, looking into things that you'll need to kind of start moving yeah. forward and, and prospering because we're going to yeah. claim it for in sure. January. For sure. Yeah, and I think that that is one of the easiest things you can start doing like right away is just research and research other business models that are doing what you like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Google can be your best friend, but also when it comes to like modeling business types, you know, social media is very, very helpful for that yeah. as well. So, yeah, definitely um, look into, you know, those kind of things, how you want to organize your business, mm-hmm. um, if you're going to have partners and all of those good things. But, yeah, research is something you can do now. You do not have to wait till January 1st to do that. You can maybe do start the implementation mm-hmm. in January, but right. you can for sure start the research um, now. Exactly. Okay, so let's switch to those who are trying to save mm-hmm. You know, they're or maybe they're paying off mm-hmm. debt, but they also want to save. Yeah, let's get to these how tos. Yes. Yeah. So you're a you know you're a fan of the snowball. I you, am. How does how does that work? So the debt snowball is you can do it one of two ways. So mm-hmm. you can pay off your smallest debt and then it snowballs. So you know, if, let's say you have three three debts, three okay. things of debt. One is ten dollars. One is a hundred dollars, and then the next one is a thousand dollars. Okay. So you would pay the minimums on your hundred and on your thousand the same way you do. But the m- once you pay off that ten dollars, you take that ten dollars mm-hmm. and what you know whatever you using to make that payment, and then snowball it and roll it into whatever you're making the hundred. So now you're no longer making just the minimum on the hundred. Mm-hmm. You're making the minimum plus whatever you made on that ten. Okay. And then whenever you finish off that hundred, now you have two things that you're snowballing up into the thousand mm-hmm. to pay off debt that way. Okay. So you can do it that by numbers. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it by interest rates. Okay. Um, because a lot of the times, you know, if you have a larger debt that has a higher interest rate mm-hmm. and a smaller debt that has like, you know, a five or six percent interest rate, yeah. you're paying two and three times as much on mm-hmm. the larger debt. So you could snowball that way by interest rates, which yeah. um Honestly, I've seen a lot of people that come to me and have no idea what their interest rate is on their debt. Mm. And that's so super important um, if you're talking about getting financially fit to realize what those interest rates are on yeah. that credit card debt because it eats you up. And it, like as we've discussed it before, it's money you're just throwing away. And one of the non-scientific ways of knowing what your interest <laughs> rate is is when you pay that $130 minimum, <laughs> how much of it actually went mm-hmm. to the bill. Mm-hmm. When you get that next bill and you see the balance has not moved but $5, mm-hmm. it's Probably a pretty high interest rate. Now that that's taking into consideration, away. you didn't spend well, a true. bunch the next month, <laughs> right? Did not make that balance move, but yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also on your statements. I mean, yes. you can go online, go on to your statements. There is always that interest rate glaring at you. Yeah, that's on the measurable your, one, right? <laughs> on, on your statements, please look at them and understand what what you're paying to someone else. Yes, and the usual. I don't know if it's strategic or not. It's usually at the bottom of your mm-hmm. statement where you mm-hmm. can see it in black and white right, on that third page. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
please find out. But mm-hmm. if you had paid, like like I said, $130 and that thing only moved by $5, right. your balance you, is probably about 25 high. 30%. And I mean, that's that's not an uncommon thing. Like, it's, that sounds super high, but mm-hmm. especially when you talk about all these store cards during yes. the holidays that people are going to try to get you to sign up for, Victoria's Secrets, TJ Maxx, all these store cards, yep. high interest rates, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure that you, like I said, you know what you are paying um, because that is a it's a very hard thing for people to get out of debt that way because they're like, well, I've been paying my minimums and it's like you're and not getting anywhere. You're not gonna get it's any five dollars a month because that minimum is usually going straight to interest and you're not t- tackling the principal at all. Exactly. So when it comes to saving, especially mm-hmm. this time of year, there's those little uh, savings charts mm-hmm. that each week and it increases each week because I guess the theory is you're used to saving yeah. now, so it's not it doesn't feel it like as much mm-hmm. of a crunch for you but they literally show you each week how much you should put aside in a you know a separate savings account if you're trying to save Mm -hmm. a certain amount um yeah, you see them. I mean, they come out like January 1st. You'll see so many of them floating around on the Internet. You'll mm-hmm. see them on the social media. But it is. It's just those um, charts or those graphs, uh, mm-hmm. a sheet that says, you know, 365 days or, you know, the number of weeks. Mm-hmm. If you pay just this amount, and it's usually a smaller amount, so you can grasp the fact that, you know, you don't have to put in $1,000 a month to be right. able to save anything. Yeah. You know, it could be $5 a day. Some of them are $10 a day, you know, or whatever a month and it just shows you how about you know day 365 you have this amount of money into your um, account so if you see one of those charts and that is your savings goal and you don't really know where to start or how to start I think those are really great charts to to start from because again measurable right Right. and it shows you especially the ones that are day by day that are saying five dollars a day or ten dollars a day it does especially you know um for those who have the means, it seems like, oh, $10 a day, like I'm right. hearing it. But it's like, if you are a person, like I said, who you know hasn't been negatively impacted, mm-hmm. aren't in a situation where you're financially yeah. in a bind, you waste $10 a day, I promise you, on something. Promise you. Um, you know, especially... Starbucks. Yes. Starbucks, Panera, <laughs> whoever. Yes. So You can have a good old account, man. I'm telling y'all, if y'all go ahead and start making some coffee at home mm-hmm. and cut out Starbucks, Starbucks, I mean, you know, fist up to you. But when it comes to savings, right. there are just things that I tell people to cut out. You know, and Lee, man, she, she fought me. I but mean. I was like, cut out, cut out that nail budget. Okay. It's a lot. Sixty, seventy dollars. You talking about every two weeks? So the compromise was what? I move to once a month, <laughs> right? Instead of twice. Yes, that's one hundred and twenty dollars. You know, like, everybody. I'm not telling you, you got to go turkey and cut out your cable and all that stuff. That was enjoyable for me, mm-hmm. but I don't push everybody to that. You know, to yeah. that extreme. But there are, like you said, there are things. One just one, you know, one less visit to the fast food restaurant. Yeah, and that's eight ten dollars. Yeah, and everybody has their thing. So for mm-hmm. me, again, I was like, yeah, I'm going once because that's my me time. Right. However, it was easier for me not to eat out like that. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, cut out eating out as much. Yeah. Cool, I could do that. Yeah. So you know, and I think COVID has definitely made that easier for people. That some people that didn't realize, uh, uh-uh, I gotta go out or I gotta mm-hmm. be at the bar. Like yep. COVID shut that down and let you show you no. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Take that bottle of wine at home. At home sure four do. glass. Mm-hmm. So you know, I just just keep up a lot of those habits. Also, yep. that was helping you save um, in in this good year of 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, take those into 2021 if you have those savings goals as well. The other thing I find, again, just however your mind works, mm-hmm. I find that, and um, check with your employer to see if you can, for those who have direct deposit, mm-hmm. sometimes you can direct deposit into multiple accounts. Right. And so the way I save is I picked a percentage to go into a whole separate account mm-hmm. that I don't see in the the actual direct deposit that mm-hmm. I use for my day-to-day. Right. So, you know, for those of you where that's possible, it's another way to not think about mm-hmm. it as much. The money that you have less have left has already been accounted mm-hmm. for after saving. Yeah. Know? And because I, I mean, you were actually wanted to put me on today. I mean, I, w- I was aware of it, but I had mm-hmm. control issues. Um, <laughs> so, but once I did it, it was like, I mean, my account is sitting a little, little cute right now, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, because of direct deposits. And it's like, I don't, e- I don't even miss that money you know initially you do because it's new Mm -hmm. but eventually you don't even think about it and then you're 
maybe you check that account often because sometimes, you know, especially if it's a, you know, savings account that mm-hmm. doesn't have a physical branch yeah. that you can't get to. Um you look in there and suddenly you got a thousand dollars. You got two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know because this money that you thought you needed, yeah. But you adjust. Trust me, you adjust um, with that direct deposit being pulled out. So I think that is an absolute great idea. Um, if you have a, a savings goal for whatever it is, maybe it's a trip, maybe yeah. it's you know wedding goals, mm-hmm. whatever that goal is, a down deposit, you know, deposit on the house, mm-hmm. whatever that goal is. I think direct deposit is a very great way to achieve that. Right, and for those who are natural savers you can start at a lower percentage mm-hmm. so like you know i think typically you want to be saving like 10 to 15 percent mm-hmm. but you know you can start at five yeah. percent if that you know just depending on yeah, what you have going low. on mm-hmm. and you know have that transfer so it doesn't hurt as much but you're right. also saving especially if you know you're trying to pay some things off mm-hmm. or do other things you're still making that move and, and like we said saving and working towards whatever it is your goal might be right, right? Yeah, so, and then you talked about also with paying off debt. You were talking about a 70-30. You mentioned that before. Yeah, so most people will say, you know, some people will say, oh, you should pay off your debt before you mm. save. But that doesn't take into account, okay, what if something happens, an emergency, and you don't have anything to pull from? Mm-hmm. Then some people will say, save a certain amount and then pay the debt off, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's just like you can do both because what some people do, the people who just save, save, save and don't pay the debt, eventually they take a chunk of that savings yep. and just throw it at the debt anyway, yep. you know, versus the people who hit debt, hit debt, they run into the, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a risk. Yeah. And so to kind of offset that risk, the 70-30 rule is really dependent on your interest rate. So kind of went over it, um, but I just, because it's so important, I kind of want to just repeat how that works. So let's just say you have $500 disposable income each month. That means disposable income is after your bills are paid, everything's taken care of. It's what you have left to spend as you wish. So, if you had those interest rates that are really high, Mm -hmm. so above 10%, what you're going to do is take 70% of that 500. Let me, you know, because I'm not about to expose myself (laughs) on this uh, episode. So, (laughs) if you had... Above 10%. 70% is $350. (laughs) So you're going to take $350 and put it towards your debt. Because Mm -hmm. again, as Quick was saying, you're not making as much dent in it paying the minimum. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to save the $150. Okay. So if you have a low interest rate, so below 5% and below are pretty low interest rate, especially for a credit card. Like That's really low. So if you have a low interest rate, you're going to do the inverse. You're going to put the 30% or that $150 towards the debt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you're still making a dent in it since the interest rate is so so low low, and you're going to save $350. Okay. Now, those in that 6 to 9%, which there's a lot of cars that have that kind of situation, Mm -hmm. you're going to do a 50-50. So you're going to take $250 towards the debt and $250 towards the savings. And so that way, either for, like I said, depending on where you are and where your cards are, it makes sure that you're hitting both goals. Mm-hmm. You're saving, but you're also hitting your debt in an actual impactful way. Right, right. So I love it. Apply the seventy thirty when you're doing mm-hmm. your snowball. Yeah, see how that <laughs> see how that works out for you. I th- I think it's great to um, definitely try to save simultaneously while you're paying off debt. If you're able, like you said, if you have the disposable income and you're able to do that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for sure. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. So, one of the other things that you need to do mm-hmm. when you are talking about changing any kind of goal, okay. um, financially fits, physically fit, yes. emotionally mm-hmm. fitness, um, is take into account of who you hang around. Hmm. Take into account of your circle. Take into account of, you know, if you don't have accountability partners, get some. Yeah. Um, that is really, really helpful when it comes to physical fitness, but financial fitness is well right Mm -hmm. so if you you know used to be the person that you know the life of the party yeah you the one who go out you know setting the bar off just like put it on my tab and that's what people are used to and Mm -hmm. then you go home and you realize look i got about two (laughs) dollars and my savings account and i'm waiting to the next check so i can go repeat and you want to adjust right now you want to become financially fit in 2021 guess what those people that you went to that bar with Mm -hmm. those are not the people no. That are going to be calling and being like, yeah, we so proud of you that you're not going out to the bar no more. Right. Now, you're going to have to change your circle. You're going to have to be able to tell some people no. 
Mm-hmm. As our theme has run through 2020, no, it's a complete sentence. It sure is. You're going to have to tell some people no, change your circle, and get with some people that like to save, that don't like to splurge. Be okay with being by yourself. If your circle, you don't currently have that circle, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine for you to be like, okay, I just got to be with me right now. I got to focus on my goals. Because people love to spend other people's money. Or count it. That so, that part because they will sure tell you to in the words of future f up some commas no. but I don't think they coming to you when you got that two dollars no left no when eating ramen none of it so I think yeah. the thing too is there's always a you know Facebook group mm-hmm. um, if you do want to meet other people yep. or just circles there's especially ways. especially now mm-hmm. if you want to meet like minded people but those you know even with varying personalities like those who really care about you mm-hmm. and you you know being better in terms of your habits and all of that they will adjust Mm -hmm. or that tells you that kind of exposes you know them Them. in terms of that because those friends you know right now you're gonna have to do it socially distanced Mm -hmm. but those friends who used to you being at the bar will be okay with saying okay you know what let's just get a bottle and sit on the deck yeah if they're true friends they really really will the person that's gonna try to make you feel bad for not for trying to better yourself you you might want to look twice at them Mm -hmm. like and that's like that's not only being financially fit that's that's what physical fitness as well you know you're starting to get healthier especially you got blood pressure issues and diabetes issues it's not always i'm trying to get smaller mm-hmm. sometimes you're doing it for a health reason and like you said they like oh no we like our teddy bear we like you thick mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta look at people's motives and you know why they want you to stay that size mm-hmm. just instead of being like yeah we were we right there with you you know i can't necessarily go to the gym but i support you right um so it's the same you know like i said with financial fitness it's the same way like they might might not necessarily be their goal but they be like okay i understand why you're not trying to splurge right now mm-hmm. i understand you know this trip ain't gonna be for you right now and not trying to make you feel bad about it right um that you can't go on that trip so Mm-hmm. Yeah, check your friends. Check your friends. Check that, and also check your waiting period. Mm-hmm. So again, we also s- spoke about this, but it's important to help you realize if it's really a need mm-hmm. or just something that caught your eye and you get caught up in the trap right. of impulse buying. Yeah. So you know, a two day waiting period for anything that you're looking at, especially as you're scrolling through Instagram, it seems like, oh, I need that sweater mm-hmm. set, or oh, I need because they're always listening. Exactly. <laughs> Wait two days. Don't mm-hmm. buy immediately. Wait two days. If it's still heavy on your mind, which nine times out of ten is usually not, Mm-mm. then okay. Not what our attention span. Right. Consider okay, is it in my budget to do it, or right. you know, see how you could do so at a low cost. Mm-hmm. But if two days have passed and it's out of sight, out of mind, that just shows you that that was just an impulsive right. buy. Like it's not something that you really needed. Right. And then also focus on is that. Like you said, furthering your goal mm-hmm. when you're talking about those smart goals. Is this purchase going to further my goal? Can I wait, mm-hmm. delay this purchase yeah. until I reach my goal? Mm-hmm. Um, because especially if it's closed, it's going to be an outfit that comes back around. Trust me, it's either going to come back around or you're mm-hmm. going to see it on 10 other sites somewhere. Right. Um, so it's rarely, you know, the situations nowadays where, you know, mm-hmm. like you say, you used to be could go to New York and only see a hat or yeah. only see a shirt in New York that says New York. But right. now you could buy a New York shirt in North Carolina from Amazon. Like a yeah, okay. So, exactly. you know, those <laughs> outfits or whatever that mm-hmm. that shoe, maybe that's that's a rewarding goal, you know, yeah. instead of like you said, uh an impulse buy when you're talking about going to your goals. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And so also when it comes to um you know, debt and savings goals, you know, kind of like what I was talking about with the the credit um interest rates, turning a blind eye is never going to work. No. It is so, people usually don't like to take into account. I mean, it's a huge emotional connection when it comes to like doing a true assessment of mm-hmm. where your finances are yeah. when you're trying to get out of debt mm-hmm. or, you know, when you're trying to, you know, not so, sometimes it is the savings go, but a lot more times when you're trying to get out of debt. Yeah. Like there's a huge emotional component to it. I mean, people have anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. They get like legit angry you know especially if they're talking to somebody about it and it's like because they feel naked you know and helpless is a very vulnerable moment to like truly assess where you are debt wise if you're trying to climb up out of something because you know at first it's like you go through your emotions but then you have to realize I put myself here right my choices put 
me here. You know, somebody else could have been involved, but ultimately it was your choice mm-hmm. that put you there. So, you know, battle, battling with that is really, really emotional. But turning a blind eye and acting like it's not there is never right. going to get you out of debt. You know, right. so um, I kind of go back to, you know, do just be willing to do those assessments, be mm-hmm. willing to, you know, see what those uh, credit interest rates are attached yeah. to those credit cards and do a full assessment of how much your credit card debt is or mm-hmm. whatever that, you know, debt is, you know, student loan debt or wh- whatever it is. Right. And take the time to feel the feelings, mm-hmm. but then make some action steps yeah. about it because at the end of the day, Especially if you're speaking to to someone, if you're creating a plan that's financially mm-hmm. savvy, isn't there's nothing new under the sun? Right, I'm sure for sure. Someone has owed more, and, right? You know, um, I think too mm-hmm. is it really look at it in in terms of taking those action steps. Think about you know possibly calling those companies and negotiating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you can, especially with medical bills, you mm-hmm. can negotiate a payment plan. Mm-hmm. You can negotiate uh, with certain credit card companies. Look, mm-hmm. I'm trying to pay this off. Can you lower the interest? Sometimes they'll lower your interest rate for a certain period of time to help you. So, you know, don't go into it just feeling like all hope is lost Mm -hmm. because the word somebody can say is no, especially Mm -hmm. in those situations like to try to negotiate to get yourself in a better position um, because they want that money. And that's what I was about to say. Ultimately, they want that money so So, most people will work with you, you know. And like you said, you know, I I made that statement but there, of course, there are exceptions to, you know, Mm -hmm. the choices. You know, you can't help you getting sick. You can't help, you know, medical bills and and those kind of things. You know, Mm -hmm. there are some medical parts Mm -hmm. of a bill you can help, you know, (laughs) that comes to you know physically being Mm -hmm. physically fit you know um but you know a lot of there are things that you can't control but the Mm -hmm. majority of people that are in really bad debt it is because of choice it's because Mm -hmm. of choices and decisions Mm -hmm. um outside you know outside of medical bills but Mm -hmm. yeah so just even that you know just don't turn a blind eye to it because it's not going to go away and it's really only going to increase especially with interest rates interest rates could care less if you turn a blind eye or not they're gonna keep they're gonna keep right on crawling and doing what they're supposed to do right (laughs) and i mean when you get on the other side of it Mm -hmm. now my turner would never Uh, (laughs) encourage this but sometimes when you are progressing people have what is called what they consider a Mm, cheat meal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you say your trainer wouldn't encourage it no (laughs) he's you know very cutthroat are you are you at your goal so then why what you cheating for then right so (laughs) you know be that as it may right you know some people do that as they find themselves you know progressing mm-hmm. towards the goal so similarly when you get to that place so you know, like we said I want to save five thousand mm-hmm. dollars or I want to pay off five thousand dollars reward yourself yeah. you know part of life or you know it should be mm-hmm. is enjoying it mm-hmm. and so in a fiscally responsible way right you know reward yourself with something maybe you know if you're into it get your go get yourself a massage right. or you know just something that feels good and is like a you know your little gold sticker mm-hmm. for I did mm-hmm. that but mm-hmm. something that doesn't put you right back in that situation exactly right? so, yeah 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 for sure yeah um yeah, I think the reward system works really, really well with finances. Um, but like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be a trip and you're right. only halfway to your goal. Like, we ain't rewarding ourselves like that now. Right. Okay? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what you going to give yourself when you actually make right. your goal? We shouldn't see so, you up in Fiji. Right, <laughs> right. And then you're going to be crying again looking at these goals. Like, I was so far, so right. far along the journey. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I do think um, it doesn't. Depending on, like you said, if as long as it's fiscally responsible, mm-hmm. you know, reward yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we have these goals coming into 2021. I I truly believe every single one of you guys yes. can get through 2021 meeting your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I, You know, getting financially fit is just as hard as getting... Physically, physically fit, yeah. Sometimes harder, because, you know. Yeah, it's a change of habits. Yeah, it's a change, change of, of your habits mental. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you can do it. You know, just write it down, tackle it day by day. You know, get some help, follow some charts. It's a wealth of information yes. um, out there to be able to assist you in your goals. But start. Yes. Start. Amen. Yes. All right. Do we have time for a letter? We absolutely do. Okay. So if you would like to hear from us, it may be possibly read on an episode. You can email us at divaadvice at gmail.com. D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E. Diva Advice. At gmail.com. Okay. So we got an update 
and a little. Not an update. <laughs> so, dear divas, I wrote in a while back. Remember the lady that got her ring of praise? Mm, that one. She wrote back in. Yeah. Hey, girl. She wrote a while back about not liking my fiance's ring. We listened in together. Okay. And he stated oh. that he was fine with the ring not being my style and was happy to go to the store together and pick something more to my liking. We did. However, the part that stung to him was expecting a certain price point or expense attached to the ring because he felt like budgeting didn't speak to his feelings towards me. It was just responsible in his view. He also felt it was a slap in the face for him because he had saved for a few months to to purchase the ring. For clarity, because remember we didn't have a full mm-hmm, picture, mm-hmm. it was a little over one carat, all right? And pear shape. We went to switch to a cushion cut as it's more my style. Okay. Do you very different style. I mean, okay. Do you think do you still think I overreacted about the size, style, and cost? Thanks for your insight. Love Anonymous Diva. Um Remember her? I don't and remember she, the size and cost so part of it. She didn't tell us. She, so right. she had got her ring of praise right? first off. Yeah. And she just basically kind of came at him like Yeah, like, uh, this ain't it. And so he, they went and exchanged the ring. I got the style that she wanted, which is obviously a completely different ring than what he okay. got from Cushion and Pear. And he was saying, what about the budget? So he for said, him, it was like he he felt a way because she was a, associating the cost of the ring with like how he felt about her. And he's oh. like, I'm just being responsible and staying within a certain budget oh, okay. because we have, I'm sure, a wedding to pay for, right, things right, like right, that. Right, so right. he's like, that doesn't equate. I mean, right. whatever he spent on it, right. that doesn't equate to like, oh, I, I because I was physically responsible, I right. love you. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, this is going to one of those things, accounting people's pockets. <laughs> um, I, I think you have to take into, and I love saying it, I think you have to take into a totality of the circumstances. Oh yeah. uh, <laughs> No, I'm going to keep you on this. No. Do you still think I overreacted <laughs> about the so side of style I don't house? know. I do not know, because it largely depends on what else he spends the money on. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, so if a person, I will say, let's say, they got you a $1,000 ring, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and they're saying that, well, that was in my budget. You know, that's what I'm getting. And then you see this person constantly going to five-star. First of all, where you getting over a carrier for $1,000? I'm just, I'm just... Okay. Okay, go ahead. $3,000, because you can get it over a carrier at K's for $3,000. So let's go with 3000 <laughs> Um, every kiss begins with K. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go with three thousand. Like okay. I don't know what, what the quality is is irrelevant, but you can get over a carrot at K's for three thousand dollars. So let's say that that's what he got, right? Okay. And so then, like I said, you constantly notice that he, you know. Is the person that spends two hundred dollars on dinner? Mm-hmm. You know, he's driving an eighty thousand dollar car, mm-hmm. and he tells you at your three thousand dollar range. Oh, I got a budget. First of all, where is this man you're making? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going, I'm going over. I'm just going Clearly. over. I'm going Go over. So in that kind of situation, yeah, she might feel the kind of way. Okay. Like, come on, bro. But that's with, not in your budget. But with the facts we have. But she didn't give us those facts. So that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I don't know what his spending habits are mm-hmm. for her to equate whether or not that that is reasonable. Okay. So I'm going to do, do my therapy price. So what, right. what I'm hearing is... <laughs> Quick is saying that if he's a spendthrift or, or more of a big spender, then and perhaps to spend. you did not also, and is not spending above his means. Right. Then perhaps your reaction was reasonable. Right. Okay. My thought is because I remember the appraisal. So to me. Do I think you overreacted about? I, I think you overreacted when you went and got that thing appraised. Right. Nah, I agree with that. Now. That was like I was surprised that you were still engaged because a lot of men would have been like, like, and they listened together. I oh, mean, God. a lot of men would have been like, you know what? That's showing me some things. I don't even want to do this. Mm. That really was that was a risky move, right. especially to do it and then come to him about it. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah. I think now in terms of the so that's where I thought that you were just out of pocket, sis. Mm-hmm. Um, for me. Again, I am big on tact, so I don't know the conversation that you mm-hmm. had, like how you presented it to him. I don't so much get caught up in the cost. Right. So for me, I'm just like, eh, I don't know that I would have stressed that if it's a nice ring, if it's, you know, something that you like or whatever. The cost she didn't to like me. It I know, but she asked about the cost, so that's why I was trying to get to that part. I'm going to get to the size of the style. And okay. So the cost to me, when I see someone's ring, like, 
just friends of mine who have been engaged or now married, when I see their ring, I'm not thinking like, oh, girl, he look like that looks like a pretty penny. It's just right. like it's beautiful right. or it's not like, right. you know, it's not something unless you're a jeweler mm-hmm. or you go like you did and mm-hmm. get it appraised mm-hmm. that you just know, yeah. you know. So um, because all those C's, the quick notes that I don't know yeah, come into play. People just really have no idea. So I, I totally agree. Like so I, for me, the cost, yeah, that was an overreaction because, yeah. again, I don't think what how much a person spends on you equates to how they feel about you. I don't. Mm-hmm. Because look at all those people struggling on love and hip hop, sis. They spend money on them all the time <laughs> and they drag them through the mud. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, look at these rappers' wives that I get watch him, that get, okay. get Porsches after getting cheated on. They spend mm-hmm. a lot of money, but they do they do. really love you? Those are sorry gifts be. I'm just Off saying. Exactly. In terms of the style and the size. Now, again, this is personal. Mm-hmm. For me, when you, I'm like, okay, overworking, like that's a nice side. But again, my perspective, my style, I don't really like. I don't want to call it, but I don't really like those rings that take up half a person's finger because for me, it's kind of gaudy. It mm-hmm. almost starts looking like costume jewelry. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Also, I have smaller hands. I don't have really long fingers. Mm-hmm. So over a carrot might look bigger on me than somebody who has long fingers. Mm-hmm. So all of that kind of goes into play. I think the only way that you overreacted besides what I've already said mm-hmm. is... Um, the way that you presented it to him. I think most men are perfectly fine with if you want to go to the... Some men will let you go to the store before they even propose and let you pick it because they want it to be right for you. It's us that needs that or some women that need that romantic I want to be surprised and you should you know pick what I like and set everything up. Not saying that that's wrong <laughs> but some Why men... Why you it like that then? I mean I just said it like you know that's what they want. <laughs> they want you want the whole experience. So... My thing is because, you know, men know that that is really important to the woman. They Mm -hmm. just want to make sure you like it. So I think had you come to him with the, you know, not having gotten the praise and said, honey, you know, I love you. This moment was great because I remember the letter you said it was a beautiful proposal and just said, I was just wondering, can we go get something a little more my style? Like, I I think it would have gone totally different. So for me, there's nothing wrong with wanting a different style of ring or things like that. You like what you like. You know, I think you have to be, it seems like he's within your budget it worked out but you know you also have to be realistic with you know Mm -hmm. do you have caviar taste on a beer budget Mm. but yeah so for me it was more so the like I said the appraisal and the presentation Mm -hmm. than you liking what you like and like I said cost you never you really don't know if it's on somebody's fingers it's nice or it's not you really don't know so oh my gosh I'm glad it worked out diva um I know and y'all listen together ooh child Mm. (laughs) that's just all right. I got to go back and see how we answered that. He was listening to me. Oh, when they asked you, would you like a nice, would you like a smaller <laughs> ring? You need to go back. <laughs> you do, because that was interesting. <laughs> so, our next letter goes, Dear Divas, recently my boyfriend got his dream job. Mm-hmm. It pays very well and, and is in the career field he wants to be in. Unfortunately, it requires him to move over a thousand miles away. We've been together for a couple years, and I'm fearful that a long-distance relationship would be too much strain with me just entering grad school. Hmm. So I've considered moving across country with Bay and transferring, if necessary, after COVID ends and we're required to be in the classroom. He is supportive of my decision either way. My family and friends seem to think it's foolish to, quote, follow a man. But I don't view it as following him. I see it as entering a different chapter in our lives. Would you move out of state for love? Signed, Anonymous. So, first of all, congratulations to him. Your dream job, great salary. That is awesome. Congratulations to you Mm -hmm. for being in grad school, bettering yourself. Yes. Now, moving. For me, um, I'm North Carolina born and bred, and I've never lived anywhere else. Okay. Outside of being, and I'm military, like, mm-hmm. but we did not move around. My father moved and came back to us every week. How he did it, I don't know, but I really didn't even miss my father. Yeah. Like him being out of town, with the exception of us living in Germany. Mm-hmm. I just have never lived anywhere outside of North Carolina. So okay. for me, I cannot envision myself picking up and moving. And changing and going somewhere for a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Okay. Um, I'm not saying it's wrong. People mm-hmm. do it all the time and it works out for them. So yeah. I think you have to do what's best for y'all's relationship and 
kind of hear why people are saying don't do it, mm-hmm. but um, not necessarily let that be your decision maker. Because if y'all yeah. are in a healthy, happy relationship, which it sounds like y'all are, mm-hmm. and he's supportive of you either way, mm-hmm. um, then you have to do what's best for you. I will say don't make the move out of fear that it's going to, you yeah. know, that your relationship is going to end. Because if that is why you're doing it, moving is not going to be what solves everything, you know, yeah. because there's a fear component that you have to kind of dig into mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of... Um, just figure that part out. But, yeah, I wouldn't move out of fear. Mm-hmm. But if it's best for you to, um, then I don't see anything wrong with it. But mm-hmm. I would not do it. Okay. I hopeless romantic and me is coming out. <laughs> it's interesting because I don't tend to emote. However, that's another story for another huh. day. Um, so I feel like it depends. I'm going to say that. I would move out of state for love. I think for me, where I am in life, there would have to be certain, we would need to be at a certain place. Mm -hmm. So I probably, as a person who one day, not today, one day wants to get married, (laughs) would want to be in a certain place with the person. I would not move for me if we're not engaged or something like that. But, you know, everyone doesn't want to get married. So to me, you know, that is a conversation between you two. Mm -hmm. I think if you all are in a place where, you know, maybe y'all have had some of these conversations and things are going in a way that you're comfortable with, then, you know, go for it. But I do think that some conversations need to be had. And, you know, you being in grad school and willing to transfer is the program that you're thinking about transferring to that's, you know, whatever state that he would be moving to is the program just as good. Yeah. As a program that you're currently it's in or important. better. So yeah. just something to think about in terms of the quality of your education and, you know, things going on with that because you have a life, too, mm-hmm. with and independently of him. Yep. Um, so that's just something I would think about regardless um, in, in terms of considering that transfer situation. Yeah, because you don't want to turn into regret. Like, you do not yeah. want to turn into, I'm harbor. Yeah. I did this for you. Right. And it, yeah. Right. Sure. It should be a come up for you as well. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I... I agree. Don't make any move whatsoever in life out of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go so do so confidently in terms of any move that you make. But yeah, I would have that conversation in terms of um, you know just based on what you want and what y'all want in life and where you are, things like that, mm-hmm. and make the decision accordingly. Yeah. But certainly, if you're on different pages in mm. terms of where you are in that relationship, you might want to sit here and get some frequent flyer miles. <laughs> Right, yeah. And it didn't sound like y'all were. Like, it sounded like y'all were in a very good and healthy place. Like I mm-hmm. said, he was supportive either way. He's like, yeah, he would love for you to come, but he would understand if you stayed. So mm-hmm. um, it sounds like you guys are in a place where y'all can communicate about these things. So I just yeah. communicate about it and do what is best for your relationship. Yes. All right, now. Hope it works out. Me too. So, divaadvice at gmail.com is where you can reach us. Yes, right in. So, we um, would like to say Happy New Year to you guys. Yes. yes. We are so excited to be coming, getting ready, and preparing to go into 2021. We hope everyone has a safe arrival mm-hmm. into 2021. Yes. Um, be safe out there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. 2020. It's a wrap. I am so glad. So, in the meantime, in between time, you can follow us, Divas and Duckets. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Our website is www.divasandducats.com. And so, we will see you all next year. Yes. Thank you for joining us in 2020. And we cannot wait to continue the fun into 2021. Yes, All right. Have a great attitude. Bye.